Welcome to the Brush and the Badge podcast, where we talk about the struggles of the past, our current growth, and what the future holds. So strap in and enjoy the ride. I, I understand that, but I also have this thought in the back of my head that, you know, one day you're going to be like, I want to leave him, and here's my ammo. I don't have any ammo. Oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying you think you do. No, I guess I could probably think of some, but I don't have any actionable evidence. Nor do I want to gather any. I'm not saying you are. I'm I'm not saying that. So, I... Maybe some of this is drawn from past experiences, either relationally or familial like relationships when I was younger. I don't know. But so the the point I think that I need to to so I think we're supposed to preach the gospel to ourselves often. Um is I am loved. Yep. I am worthy. Yep. And I'm not trying to sound like some dadgum psychobabble crap. You know, self-talk. I'm not doing that. I'm just speaking, I think, what I think is true. Because God tells me it's true. And just like I've told you, like, don't worship me. Because I'm a terrible God. Awful. I'm a terrible Holy Spirit. So I can't worship you. You're a terrible God. Yep. Now, while you're a good helpmate, pointing things out, helping me grow, like I help you grow and I point things out, that's okay. Yeah. But I think sometimes I want to take it too far, like we talked about in some earlier podcasts, is looking at you as some kind of fairy tale. Like, things are supposed to be this way. Yeah. All Disney. I think that's when we get in trouble. Um, and some of this, honestly, could have been brought on by today. And that's the, just the crap I listened to for hours on this certain this call I was on. And just seeing the manipulation. Yeah. The distrust. And other crap. Just crap. So this is another side of law enforcement that I don't like. Because it does this. Right? It does this. So why don't you explain what this is? Since we started recording kind of mid... We started recording... Conversation slash arguments. (laughs) Sometimes Crystal and I have to talk <laughs> to figure some crap out. Um, so, I don't know if I can say what all I want to say. Why? It's because I don't know who's listening. <laughs> oh, like situation that happened Yeah, situationally. Today. Oh, well. Um, and I'm trying to think of a way to, and I hate this, 
politically say this. Um, let's just let's just say this. I was on a call today for hours, and it was a separation of marital vows and you know, all this other stuff. I'm not going to get into. And just hearing the wife talk about this man disgusted me. Yeah. She's right. She's the victim. I'm not, I'm not saying she's not a victim of something, right? Right. right? But the perpetual victim of life made me want to throw up. How much... It's just, it's funny how just so easy, easily Satan traps us. Like he trapped you today. Yeah, but here's the thing. So what is it? Okay, so we know this. This is what I know. I'm going to get, hold that thought, okay? Okay. I know this. I am a Christian. Satan and his or, and or his demons cannot come into me. They cannot possess me. Right? Right. I know I believe that. Pre-Christian? Yes. You can be possessed by, influenced more deeply by Satan and his demons. Okay? Yeah. But through the blood of Christ in my life and your life, he can't do that. However, when Satan took Jesus into the wilderness and tempted him, right? Right. He said, these are the kingdoms. I, Satan, will give them to you. I don't want to like quote this wrong. All you have to do is bow to me or something like that. I think it was worship. Worship. Yeah, bow and worship me. I don't know. I'll look at um, it while you're talking. So this world and everything in this world that is worldly is given to Satan. It is his. You turn on the news. Look at Instagram. Look at Facebook. You can see it. So he does have influence over what we see, what we hear, what, you know, what is put in front of us. And, you know, it's, so going back to, like, what did you just, what did you ask me? Well, I just, said, <laughs> I just said it was, you know, how easily Satan... You know, traps and manipulates us to divide. I mean, essentially, that's what it is. You know, he brought this situation in your life today of this woman that was just a nagging old woman. And you heard that all day, you know, just nag, nag, nag. And it irritated you. And then you, came, brought, you brought home that irritation. I came home and put that on you. Essentially. Undeservingly, I'm just I'm just saying that's I think that's what happened, which wasn't right, and I'm sorry. 
it's okay, babe. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the like, golly. So yeah, l- literally, we started this like mid conversation, and so hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> um. Well, let's. So this is something that I've wanted to talk about on here, kind of since our first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jonathan's not ready for this. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what she's going to talk about. <laughs> so we might end up stepping it. Um, so we've talked about this a lot and it impacts our relationship a lot. But your feelings and, and I guess, you know, we started with that. Your feelings of inadequacy and the root of that. Mm-hmm. And how that still impacts us. Mm. I so I'm fine with that. We're talking about it. Okay. I don't know how to talk about it. So I think that you can, if you could, if you know how to lead that, and I can answer questions, and go from there, that would help me. Okay. So I'm good with talking about it. Okay. Because I've actually spoken, um, my buddy Jeff. Um, you know, tell he's he's my assistant uh, SWAT team leader. Um, the other day, about how people look at me and they're like, "Oh my God, you're so confident and so this that, and the other, so tough." And I'm like, "No, right? Like, I like don't believe in myself at all. <laughs> Not real. I mean, I do. I I am confident in my abilities, right? But you're very confident in." Certain things. Sure. Yeah. I can save your life. Yeah. If I have to. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I've talked about this with other people. How I'm I'm not what people think. Okay. So go ahead. But I don't think you've talked about the root of it. Well <laughs> you know how that goes. Because that's real deep. Oh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about it. Let's go for it. Okay. So, in our first episode, mm-hmm. you stated that, and I agreed with you, that you were emotionally abused. Growing up. Emotionally, spiritually, somewhat physically abused. Growing up. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Live and on the air. Okay. Should we rephrase that? I don't know. How would you rephrase it? I don't know if abuse is is the correct term. Actually, I, I don't. Are you saying that out of concern? So, yeah, because I think I think that there should be. Are we, no, I, I, definitely. I, I never think that anyone should intentionally um, hurt other people. No, when it's not deserved. Unless, I, honestly, it's not deserved. No, it's not deserved. Um, however, I do believe that transparency and honesty is paramount. Right. 
Like, we don't edit a lot. We don't, I don't, the only thing I edit on these things is cutting out dead air. Yeah. Because I want people to hear what we had to say. Yeah. I mean, how many times do we say, um, in a podcast, you know? <laughs> I don't even cut that crap out. You probably should. Uh, see, you had to say it. So. People probably get irritated with us. Um. Okay, I, what would you label it? I know that... And that's, like, really putting you on the spot, and I'm no, sorry. No, no, it's okay. So, my, my, my parents, I love them dearly. They, they are two extremely, one... Your mother's an angel. Yeah. She literally is an angel. Yeah. And I love her to death. And... I mean, she has her flaws. You know, I, I'm she. I'm a lot like her in a lot of ways. Like, I get a lot of my crap from her. Um, but, and Dad, um, I'll say this. When we were growing up, they were doing what they thought was best. This might turn into a long episode, sorry. Um, they really were. They wanted deep in their hearts what was best for us three kids right they did they were convicted of it they really felt it they believed it was best so they did it and now i i I think some of your struggles with worth aren't necessarily even from your parents i think some of it is situationally and I, I don't I don't feel like that was necessarily I mean, you had to grow up as a preacher's kid. Like that is a difficult situation. I think about that aspect of it. <laughs> you know, like that yeah. is an extremely difficult situation that Well, so you're right. And I think plays into it more than anything really that your parents did or didn't do. Well, I'll take that back, didn't do. I think there was times that they did not stand up for y'all. Hmm. Especially the whole situation when you were like four. Falling asleep in the pew. Yeah. I Well, look, I don't remember. So I can't speak to that. I, I don't know. Um, I know that it embarrassed my dad. Right. Because he was the pastor of the church in Illinois. And I, I don't know, was I three, three, four? I don't know how old I was. Um, I I think, you know, and my dad would tell you today that he's a recovering Pharisee. Um, I would say the same thing about myself. Yeah. You know, I think we all are a little bit. Um, and... You know, dad, I mean, if my parents were listening to this, you know, know that, that my goal and Crystal's goal in this is the truth. And we can't help people if people don't aren't able to look at us and see something. Right. Um, I mean, I, let me go. Let me hang on. Let me re- read you that. We, we can't help anybody without the help of the Holy Spirit. Right. Right? Right. I just think 
that not that I'm trying to help the Holy Spirit because that's out of my league. But if someone can come up to me and ask me a question about Jesus and Christianity based upon my story, then I'm going to tell my story. How I remember it. Yeah. And it is no, there's no hate. There is no animosity no. in that story. No. There is There are no hard feelings. There no. is love. There is forgiveness and there is grace. Just like Jesus showed us on the cross. Yep. And that's how it's going to be. So continue. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if it's one of those episodes, it's one of those episodes. (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking. (laughs) I know. What are you thinking? We're gonna cut some of this out. So just what? (laughs) What what makes you cry? I think that I've built up my own disdain for your family because of your past and how it still impacts us. And I need to ask them for forgiveness for that. Because I wasn't there. So, maybe. I think that's between you and the Holy Spirit. Um, and, you know, it's funny. You just, I mean, so how much, how much do I really remember clearly? Now, now, some of the stuff you're talking about has been told to you by them, right? Not this story about you falling asleep in church and then getting kicked out of that church. Well, Not that one. That's the way I remember it being told to me. Right. How much of that... I'm not saying it's incorrect. I just... I'm, I'm... History is passed down through word of mouth. And... You know, like, remember when we were kids and you'd, you'd whisper to your, your your neighbor beside you something, and by the time I got back around you, the whole circle in Sunday school, it was totally different? Right. Um, I'm hoping that what was told, you know, to me and what I've told to you hasn't changed. Right? Right. And maybe some of the hurt that comes from them towards me about some of the stuff I've said on here about them is, wait a minute, that's not how that went down. Well, gosh, that's the way it was told to me. Right. You know, or that's right. how I remember it. Right. Um, so, me being me, not perfect, um, I, I might get stuff wrong. Right. I'm sure I'll hear about it. <laughs> but, it's people. Was it my dad's fault that I fell asleep and that the people of that church, the way I remember it, almost like... Or almost, or did I don't know. I don't remember. Like your son's unruly, or too hyper, or you know some stuff like that. I think that's kind of stuff that was said. Yeah. Um, I, I they may have said something about me being possessed or something. Yeah, I feel like like you said something that like before. that. And that's them. Right. That is those people. And you got this was a farming community. This was corn. We had a coal furnace. Y'all are probably in Amish country. I, I don't know. 
I know my dad ran a combine and I got to sit in it. I remember that. And Stephanie got bit in the face by a German shepherd. <laughs> so that's what I remember. And catching mice in the attic and all over the house and throwing them out in the yard. Um, so golly, golly, that was so long ago. Um, but it's people. And we're still dealing with people. Yeah. You know? Um, so the animosity that you have, you know, what that, sh- you love me so much that you are affected by <laughs> um, this stuff. <laughs> I might be very loyal. You might be. <laughs> I mean, I'm affected by stuff that, um, about your past. Yeah. And in my, you know, see, like I feel like I cannot say a word <laughs> about your past. Um, Parentlessness. I have no idea. But I don't think so. I just feel I've, you know, I I look at like maybe you were like a spoiled brat. I don't know. And little Miss can't do wrong <laughs> because I, that's just what I see. And I know it's not true. Obviously, but anyway, I digress. So, there, yeah, there's gonna be that, you know. Yeah. So what else? <laughs> well, I mean, golly, we've been all over the place today. Yeah. Um. Guys, this is just how we talk. <laughs> This is literally how our conversations go sometimes. So, welcome to the circus. The circus. But guys, hey, listen. This is how we work things out, actually. Yeah. This is literally how we work things out. Um, it's talking. Yeah. And, like, her and, Crystal and I were not in the best of moods when we started this. That's why we didn't start recording until, like... Yeah. Ten minutes into our conversation. <laughs> um, but listen to us now. We're in a better place. We're in a better we're in a better place and it's only been twenty minutes. I'm sorry, twenty four minutes and thirty one seconds. So anyway. Maybe do that. Don't be silent. It literally took me looking at her and saying What's going on? Like, let's talk about this. <laughs> what did I text you the other day? That was Don't so good. That. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, that was so good. That is just on these lines. And we were like, oh my gosh, we should talk about that. But maybe we've already talked about that. About how the enemy is just waiting for you to go to sleep. Oh, the enemy is anxious or um, tat- tactical and... I remember what you said, but... I'm trying to find that. I had like three people at work tell me to send it to them. Because they thought it was so good. It's been... It's been a minute. Yeah, a lot has happened. The enemy is anxious to counsel you about your spouse in your sleep. If you go to bed angry with each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. So, um, I know that we have talked about them before, 
but our Sunday school teachers, Scott and Dawn, they have a marriage podcast that, what's it called? I can't, like, literally plug it enough. Forever Marriage. Forever Marriage. Yeah, Forever Marriage podcast. Um, and Check them out. And Scott was the one that said that as far as, and he got it from somebody else. I don't know who it was, but they were talking about dealing with issues in marriage and biblically it says don't go to bed angry um but sweet dawn is just like myself she likes to sleep (laughs) a lot jonathan just rolled his eyes at me you don't know about dawn and how much she sleeps don't talk bad about about you (laughs) i'm agreeing with what you just said (laughs) i'm telling dawn you're talking bad about her um Maybe I need to talk to Scott and how he puts up with it. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, like, how he loves such a lazy wife. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Look, women need more sleep than men. It is scientifically proven. Who told you that? Instagram? Yes. Okay. But (laughs) maybe Dr. Huberman. Oh. And he's a Stanford scientist. Oh, my goodness. I'm wrong. <laughs> no, we need like eight plus hours. You get that at night. No, I don't. Oh my god! You like right now, seven. I do. I get seven. Why are you clapping? Go ahead, continue. <laughs> so, anyways, Scott and Dawn were talking about not going to bed angry and how they kind of resolved Dawn's need for sleep. And caffeine. No. Oh. No. Okay. So they would have a little mini conversation and like address, state the fact that they were upset with each other and state a time to deal with it. Hmm. That way they're not actually going to bed angry with each other. I think I heard snippets of that. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. So you address the issue. Right. You don't have to sort it. You don't no. have to get it totally squared away. No. Just kind of state it. It's out in the open now. Right. So that takes away some of it right there. Right. It's out in the open. Especially for you and I. Especially for me. Yeah. Because if I keep things inside, remember that loop we talked about mm-hmm. in my head? It just stews. It stews and stews and stews. I don't even know who stew is. But um, <laughs> it, it it rolls around in there. It's just like the volcano. He's a right? pot. That, that crust builds and all the pressure builds. And then eventually, boom. Yeah. It explodes. And I don't explode. I, I don't, like, cuss at her. I don't, I don't yell at her and, or anything like that. It's just, um, it's not loving. It's not loving you like you need to be loved. Right. Because um, silence is, is awful. And I'm a silent, like, stewer. Silent killer. Stewer. Um, so, and, you know, then eventually we have a conversation and it's okay. Yeah. She tells me I'm wrong and I say, okay. Anyway, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, it's out in the open. 
you've now you've opened that door basically and you've taken i believe that once you put it out in the open you've taken away a lot of what the enemy can use yeah just by doing that because he is a liar and a deceiver um and you know to me i guess i could equate the silence as darkness i was the absence of light yeah i was about to say the same thing yeah and yeah. you know what is you know what is done in the dark is brought to the light eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, you know, keep things in the light. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. What are you apologizing for? I don't know. I usually feel like I have to apologize for something. <laughs> <laughs> she rolled her eyes at me. So anyway, what about um? What else? You want to keep digging? Into Jonathan? Yeah. Um, it's figured out. Well, I mean, I guess. I, do we need to figure it out, though? You know, like we know that it's lies that Satan's telling you. And yeah. you know that it's lies. And so. Yeah, but it's still, you know, just because you know something. Doesn't make it um, all the time resolved. No. Right. Right. Um, just like we said, just because you brought it in the light doesn't resolve it. Okay. Right. But this issue, how do you resolve it? I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a maybe a clinical answer to that. No. I don't. But I, I don't know. I don't. I, honestly, I don't think so. I know the answer is sitting in front of you. Well, yeah, the the word. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, what is... I, how, how, how much time do we waste on stupid things versus... I mean, you you train to be a cop, right? Mm-hmm. Like you do lots of training for that. Mm. But we don't train our brains. We don't train our hearts to battle against Satan. Which is us saying, which is us putting out what is important to us. Which is us sealing God's word into our brains and into our hearts. And when those lies come from Satan, we battle those lies with Jesus' words. Mm-hmm. The sort of truth. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, in my, I'm sorry, just what just came to my head is how much time do we waste? We waste a lot of time. Right? And, you know, we'll, we all, you know, we'll have these moments where we go, I waste a lot of time on this. Whatever it is. Yeah. On this. Um, and we say, we're not going to do that anymore. And then like me in particular, like I'll delete my social media cause I'm spending too much time on it. I'm spending too much time on that crap. Yeah. I'll delete it off my phone. And within a week I have it back. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Oh, I wonder what this person's doing. But that's not really why I did it. It's not really why I re-downloaded it. No. It's because I got bored. Now, what else could I have done to 
to uh, fill that, that boredom. Right. Plenty. Plenty. I, I could read. I could pray. I could sing praises. You're a good singer. I am not. Anyway. Um, sing for us. No, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, babe. <laughs> so, there's there's this. That I'll go we, get your guitar. We, no, you won't. Because <laughs> I give it to my dad to use. Oh. Um, I'll we go have, get the ukulele. God, would you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> we have this word right here. And we pick it up in the morning to have our... I'm throwing up Rockstar quotation. A quiet time. And that's it. Guys, and really what I'm doing right now is rebuking myself. <laughs> and, you know, because this is what I do. And we went and saw that What's was that? His Only Son? Mm-hmm. We went and saw that movie last night. His Only Son about Abraham and Isaac. And, oh my gosh. I have never heard so many sniffles. It was like springtime and the whole world was there getting like pollen. Um, I don't think there was a dry in the house except for Jonathan because he's, you know, I don't know if he got it. But that's <laughs> my son. So. Um, I went to the bathroom a couple of times. <laughs> but the obedience. Yeah. The obedience struck me. And, and I, I, I look and I go, I looked over at Jonathan and I'm like, I, could, I, I couldn't. I, I mean, no. Has, has God ever like literally stood before me in human form? And I don't know how he did, spirit or human form, whatever, visible to me and told me to do something. No. But. Um. Sorry, <laughs> that's my train of thought. Mia walked in. Um. But in my flesh, and and right now, I look. I'm like, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Well, what was I say about my faith? You know. Right. And it's really a gut check. I mean, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, but oh my, I couldn't even talk about certain parts of it afterwards because I was walking through the parking lot about just like emotionally become unraveled. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jonathan looked up at me. What did he? He asked me. He goes, "Why? Why? Why are you crying? Like what? Or what was the point of this?" And I'm like. Oh, why are people crying? Yeah. And I'm like, John, like, when you live the life I've lived, and you realize the cost, you realize what has been forgiven, it means something. Yeah. Because one of the, you know, so the, the, the meaning of Abraham and Isaac, you know, Abraham... Um was told by God to go to was it Moriah yep. area of Moriah, Mount Moriah and sacrifice his only son who he'd been waiting decades for 
because um, Sarah, or now Sarah, Sarah, was barren and waiting and waiting and waiting. And God had already promised him something. He waited and waited and waited. And, um, but God told him he was going to do something. And finally God did. I say finally. It was in his timing, um, which is always perfect. Um, it's not our time. It's his time. And um, he said, okay. And he took his only son, and he's confused because he's, he's thinking, you know, you said you were going to, you know, make my offspring like the sands of the ocean and the stars in the sky. How can I do that? I don't have a kid because I killed him, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I'd be saying the same thing, you know? And then he, you know, he's raising the knife to kill him. And the angel comes and don't, don't lay a hand on him. Yep. Because of your faith, I, you, I believe you, you, you are a godly man, right? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't even withhold your only son. Well, that's what God did. Yeah. And then he went through with it. For me, wretched, I mean, God, I, there, there are things I promise you, I will go to my grave that people will never know. The darkness in my heart, the wickedness in my soul, that God only knows. Yeah. And he did that for me. He forgave me. I hear people, oh, he couldn't forgive. Oh, if I go to church, the place will catch on fire. No, it won't. No. Oh, my God. If you go there and look around, yeah. get to know some people, I promise you what you've done is nothing. Yeah. We we did that, that counseling um, with Scott and Dawn. And he looked us square in the eye and said, if you only knew. Yeah. The people that you are friends with, that you do life with, and you talk about God with, and, and if you knew. Yeah. And it opened my eyes because I thought church was supposed to be for the perfect people. You're supposed to be good. Yeah. And we are supposed to be good. We we are supposed to be living rightly, right? Yeah. But we're human. So, yeah, but I explained that to Jonathan. Like, if you if you only <laughs> once, and I hope he doesn't, but if you once you you have those things in your life where you look back and you go, oh my God, can he forgive that? Yes, he can. I yes, he can. He yeah. will. If Jeffrey Dahmer before he died, accepted Jesus as his Savior. He's in heaven. Yep. Now let me go a little further. If Mother Teresa never accepted Jesus as her Savior, she's in hell. Yep. It's not about what we do. We can't do enough. We can't do anything. Yep. So, yeah, I, th- I think... Did I keep a... Straight line of thought there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I guess plug for the movie. Go see it. That's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I 
If you want to go see it, we would be happy to pay for somebody to go see it. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking about that in the movie. I was like, who can we send to go see this? They're all family. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be happy. Messages. Yeah. Messages and how many people you want to take in a movie theater near you, and we will pay for you to go see that movie. Yep. Because it's good. It is. So, these, uh, the people that made it are the same ones that, um, I think, is it the same production company or the same director? I don't know. But that it, made The Chosen, the it's show. It's the same production company. It's Angel. Angel Production Company or movies or yeah, something. Yeah, and trust me, they're not these corny, like... The Chosen's good. It's not corny. I didn't think it was corny. No. Um, and I'm a stickler for... I, I can't watch, like, sappy, corny stuff. Um, the Chosen is great. Yeah. Um, literally, the same parts make me ball every single time. Because it's real... Does that make sense? It's it's real to me. Yeah. Like, what is going on? I'm like, oh. It's like he's talking to me. Yeah. Um, the Chosen's on Amazon, right? It's on Netflix. Netflix. It may be on Amazon, too. No, we, we, we watch, watch it on Netflix. We do? Mm-hmm. I thought we watched it on Amazon. I could be wrong, but I think it is. Okay. I feel like that's probably a good place to stop. Let's say one more thing about Easter. Okay. Easter's coming on Sunday. There are four services at Lakewood on Sunday. Yep. We are going to be at the sunrise service at 7. We yep. would love for you to join us. Absolutely. Lakewood Baptist in Gainesville, Georgia. Yep. It is on Thompson Bridge Road. Um, so I think that it's been, maybe you guys have... Um, Noticed a little shift in our tone of the podcast and what we're talking about. Uh, that's on purpose. It's 100% on purpose. Um, look, I have asked people this before, but I have to ask myself, how much do you, if you believe something to be true, and you, I, I use the word I know because I know this Bible, I have a handle Bible. I know this is true. Yep. I can't not believe it. There is nothing that can convince me that this is not true and going to come true. Jesus is going to come back. And only those who are saved will be with him for eternity. Only those. So, if you're not a Christian, I'm still going to love you, but I'm going to tell you about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that you need to repent, turn away from the sin, and follow him. Because how much would I have to hate you not to? Right. Um, so, that's the shift. This is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about God and Jesus and our relationship um, and what he's doing for us. I hate to say for us like he's some cosmic gumball machine, but... Mm. um, Definitely not. (laughs) Because it's not what he is. Um, But he is changing, Crystal and I. 
We're still imperfect. We still mess up every day. Guess what? It's called sanctification. <laughs> um, but we want you, listener, and your family to be in paradise with us, praising Him. That's the point. Yep. Everybody, well, what's the what's the point of life? That glorify God. Glorify God. The chief end of man to glorify God. And as much as like, you know, how we talked about before, like earlier, like Crystal and I were having this conversation and we weren't recording and then we started recording. Sorry about that weird intro. But like, we haven't made it yet. But this is, this is what God does. Listen to us from the beginning of the podcast to now. That's what Jesus does. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, which I think it does, that makes sense to me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Easter Sunday, Lakewood Baptist, and if you don't, if you don't live in this area, you, you go somewhere. Yep. But don't make it the only time of year you go. No. That and Christmas. Connect to a church. We'd love to have you at Lakewood. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good church. Mm-hmm. They preach the truth. Um. They have some good ministries. I don't care if you're uh, about to get divorced, if you're going through a separation, if you're addicted to drugs, alcohol, uh, pornography, any of those kind of things. We have programs for those. Yep. People can feed into you. You have to have these upstream people that know more. I uh, say no more. They know more than you to feed you, and then once you, then you need those people below you that you can start feeding into. Mm-hmm. It's a great place for that. Yep. Um, and look, Crystal and I talk about it. I mean, I would say often, but we just talk about it. We need to connect more there, and we're trying to. I think we're working on that. Um, plug in somewhere. Get into a small group. Talk to people. Share your struggles. I talked to my buddy Jeff the other day. And we started sharing with each other. And we were I was just like, oh my gosh, like I need this. Yeah. And he was like, I need this. Like we, as dudes, need other dudes. Yeah. To talk to and be vulnerable with... And same thing with, with with women. You need someone. You need another woman to talk to, be vulnerable with, share your struggles. My jerk husband. Blah 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 blah. Oh my god, my jerk husband too. But oh my gosh, don't we love him? And <laughs> and but but it's growth. It's how you grow. You can't do it alone. Yep. I can't. I can't do it alone. I can't, as a SWAT operator, I can't go into a house by myself. Nope. So why would I try to do life as a Christian by myself? Stupid. Yep. There's, yeah. (laughs) So, okay, I'm done with my rambling. Okay. She's like, please. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, anyway. Uh, yeah, messages if you want to go see the movie. We'll pay for you and your family to go see it. Okay. All right. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Or day. Whatever.